What's up, everybody? Enzo Five Star Gentleman here, Hypocritical Millennial, episode number 23 in the building. God damn. Thank you, everybody, for checking your boy out. I see those numbers jumping way over 300 right now. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, before I get into everything, gotta give my shout outs to everybody that's checking me out. So, what's up to everybody in the US, Australia, and Canada checking your boy out? Hello to everybody out there in Germany, especially my cousin. What's up? And then, Hola to those in Spain that's checking your boy out. Thank you so much. Uh, before I jump into my topics real fast, gotta give an apology real quick. Um, Enzo, he was bitter Enzo in his last episode real fast. I threw a little bit of shade towards somebody uh, in particular. And I wanted to give my apology real fast because, hey, listen, it's all about evolving, not dissolving. And your boy was dissolving that last episode. Kind of in his feeling. I was on my little drizzy, you know what I mean? Kanye, you know what I mean? John, in the last episode, but... Hey, listen, we human, we make mistakes, and I'm willing to say I'm sorry and apologize. So, that person is listening out there, I'm sorry, I apologize, I completely was in the wrong. But with that being said, episode number 23, man, and by the way, it's 2-22-2022, this is the time for change. So, hey, listen, admit your mistakes, do what you gotta do to make those changes, and that's what I'm trying to do, man, 2 2022 man it's about those changes man so very sacred episode number 23 very sacred number two we're gonna talk about numerology numerology episode so we're gonna get into life numbers there's a lot of things with numerology but we're gonna get into the the basics real fast and just talk about life numbers so get into that how to break it down and figure out your life number and see if those traits and everything resemble who you are also, some fun facts about numbers, because, hey, it's a numerology episode. Some fun and weird facts that you may or may not know about numbers. Also, man, it's Hypocritical Millennial, and it's 2022, so we got to get into some weird news, because you know it's some weird news that's always going on. And last but not least, celebrity news. We're going to get into Nick Cannon. He's talking about some things right now um, with uh, not having any more kids. Macy Gray singing the national anthem. Um, in the NBA All-Star game, eh. And then Jawan Howard, um, he was a former NBA player, got into some trouble, talk about that. And then Kylie and Travis Scott, um, they named their son, a very interesting name, so we're going to get into that. But then also, um, some numerology episodes, some celebrity news, we got to get into some conspiracy stuff. So, 27 Club, this is numerology, you got to talk about numbers, right? So, 27 Club, we're going to get into that. And then last but not least. Kobe Bryant, his passing, God forbid. Want to talk about that and some numbers that seem to pop up um, coincidentally in his passing and throughout his career. So, hypocritical millennial. Oh my God. Hypocritical millennial. I can't even say my own title anymore. Episode number 23. We about to jump into this joint. Strap up. Get ready for the ride. Let's go. Hypocritical Millennial, Enzo Five Star Gentleman here, episode number 23, numerology. So, um, we're going to get into life numbers, but let's start off with it. What is numerology, actually? So, basically, just to try to simplify it as much as I can, um, it's a study of numbers in your life. It helps you uncover information about the world and also individuals as well. Now, we're not going to get too deep in it because there are a lot of versions of numerology. There's like a 
name, numerology. Um, you could do it with your address, stuff like that. Um, but we're going to just do um, life numbers. Um, now, with the life number, that's just breaking down your date of birth, pretty much. And you simplify it to a single digit number. Now, what are those life numbers or what are those descriptions for those numbers? Let's get into that. So, um, number one, that is the primal force. Uh, number two, that is the intuitive number. Number three is considered the creative. Number four, that's the planner. Number five, that's the dynamic force. Number six is the caretaker. Number seven, the truth seeker. Number eight, the powerhouse. And then number nine, the human, oh God, tongue tied, humanitarian. Oh my goodness. Can't talk today. Your boy can't talk today. Now, there are three numbers that you do not simplify to a single digit. Um, they're considered master numbers. Um, those master numbers, they are uh, number 11. Um, that's the illuminated one. Um, now, I'm gonna give you the description of these. Um, if you come up with the number 11, and I'm gonna show you how to come up with these numbers, by the way. Um, don't, don't be confused yet, because I'm just going over the numbers first. But um, So master number 11, again, these are the numbers you don't simplify to a single digit. Um, it's your insightful, intuitive, and aware as a master number 11. Let your strong code of ethics guide you. Now, another master number that you do not simplify to a single digit, that's the master number 22. That's the master builder. Um, now, as a master builder, you are out there manifesting goodness into your life. It may feel like you got everything figured out, pretty much. Now, last one that you do not simplify to a single digit number is the number 33. This is the last master number. Um, as a 33, oh, you are the master teacher, by the way. I didn't even give you a description of that. As a 33, your soul is considered to be evolved, awakened, and devoted. As a result, you may feel selfish and detached. Um, it's kind of out there. But anyway, so those are all the life numbers there. Now, how do you figure out the life number? Um, pretty simple. I'll use mine for instance. So my birthday is April. Let's say uh, I'm not going to get my whole birthday. Now. What am I saying? Let's say hypothetically, okay, uh, <laughs> your birth date is 10, we'll say 10-26-1993. So what you want to do is you want to do 1 plus, well, 0, even though it's not going to mean anything, plus two plus six plus one plus nine because 19 plus another nine because 90 and then plus three because 1993 
So it should be 10, 26, 1993. So again, you, you want to break it down. You want to do one plus zero plus two plus six plus one plus nine plus nine plus three. Now, once you total that up, you should get a double digit number, which is for this case, 31. Now, obviously again, this is not a master number. This is just a, a simple, you know, simple double digit number. You wanna figure out what your life number is. So now what you wanna do is with the double digit number is you wanna simplify it to a single digit. So you do a three plus one. And then once you add that up, you get the number four. Now, let's say hypothetically, if that was your birthday, 1026, 1993, your life number would be number four. And again, number four would be the planner, which in that case would be as a very practical, solid number four, you are loyal and grounded, but can be dull and rigid. The number four is also the number of reality. Think material universe, logical reason and structure. So that is the number four. Again, that's if you're obviously October 26, 1993. Now, I'm also gonna give a description of this in a, a little video, little uh, video after this podcast. I'm gonna show that just in case people were kind of confused. Now, when I break down my date of birth, again, yeah, I'm giving it all out, but um, my life number is the number five. So mine's pretty much, um, it says fives are energetic, adaptable, um, super social, I guess. Well, I can be social. I'm kind of like an introvert, but when I get around the right people, and I guess I'm at work, I'm talkative. I'm, I'm blabbering right now, I guess. So, hey. Um, but they said we are a bit unpredictable and unreliable, which I, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Kind of a procrastinator that I can agree with. Um, but it says, <laughs> as a five, you can either keep moving forward or fall back into old patterns. It'll be up to you to make that decision. And hey, listen, that's kind of head on to me pretty much because uh, yeah, um, sometimes I don't I'll speak up sometimes and move forward with my decisions. Certain things, certain ideas, I got a lot of creative ideas that I kind of fall back on and somehow I end up back at step one again. So. I know I gotta step outside the box and start, you know, doing me, creating, I procrastinating. That's what I'm doing right now with this podcast and other ideals. So, um, hey, you know, that's the life numbers. Again, what you wanna do is you add the month that you were born, then you wanna add the day, and then you wanna add the year all together, but you wanna break it up into single digits. And that's how you get your life number. And if you look at it, it should give you a brief description, if not exactly who you are as a person. For instance, as mine, number five, which is why Enzo Five Star Gentleman is the name. Also, again, because I was taught to be a gentleman, but five star, you know what I mean? <laughs> but still, that's that's why too. And five always resonated with me too. It was my favorite number. And in certain things in my life too, um, as briefly said in my very first episode, where five was represented a lot in my life. So, 
July, episode number 23. Wow, I had to push this on to 22-2022. And by the way, we got to get into that too as well. The 222-2020 or 2, yeah, February 22nd, 2022. Happy Tuesdays. I'm mixing this all up. Um, but yes, why is February 22nd so important to some people? Um, it says here, um, this is from um, a numerologist by the name of Josh Siegel. He said that since the number two symbolizes harmony in numerology, it's important that the collective take these dual energies with stride and acceptance on February 22nd. Essentially, all things in this world have an opposite. The key to harmony is to bring balance to the opposing forces, end quote. So, basically, the number two, as he says, symbolizes harmony. I mean, it's dual energies. So, with so many twos, two, 22, 20, 22, it's a lot of energies going back and forth. So, I mean, if you got to pose an energy, if something feel like it's a complete 180, it's up to you to find a harmony and peace within that somehow, some way. You got to be focused. And a lot of people are using that time. Also, 222 is also about harmony. A lot of people utilizing that time to get married on 222-2022. Also, I think back in February 2nd, which is 22-2022, a lot of twos, um, people use that time too because, again, the number two represents harmony. Two people or two things coming together. So... Why a lot of people are utilizing that time. So you use that again, different ways, multiple forces. You could be in a situation where it's very loving right now, or because it's two forces clashing, you could be in a situation where it's like a complete 180. But again, it's up to you to find that harmony and that peace within it. Gotta think about that. So then, the number 23. Wire 23 episode on 2-22-2022. Well, um, again, the two and the three, if we want to do numerology, two plus three, if you want to try to simplify it into a single digit number, equals the number five, which again is my life number. And I figure on 2-22-2022, why not, you know, have that episode on a particular day where it's about finding peace and trying to find harmony. And that's what I choose on this day. Now, the number 23 in general, if you want to keep, you know, before you simplify, if you want to just keep it together, it's about teamwork, relief, tact, spirituality, responsibility, contradictions, because I kind of contradict some, myself sometimes. I do agree to that. But then also stability. Although it doesn't seem like, you know, I'm a pretty stable person. I do have some things intact. But I'm kind of like a control freak. So it's like, if I don't have my way, I guess, you know, I kind of just let things go. And that's my problem. It's the contradiction. It's the problem. Again, uh, you know, got to get my stuff in order. Not my faults, too. We're all human. But numerology, if you want to find your life number... The way you do it, again, you take the month, if it's a two digit, you wanna break it up into single digits. So 
If you're born on November, you want to do one plus one. You're born in December, so one plus two. And then you want to take that day, same thing. It's a double digit number, you break it up in a sing single digit. You're born on the 22nd, you want to do two plus two. Same thing with the year, four digit numbers. You break it up as a single number. Add all those up, you come with a two digit number, you want to bring it down to a single digit number, so you add those two together. And again, if it's an 11, if it's 33, and 22, those numbers you don't simplify to single digit. Those are master numbers, you're special. So just check it out. It's pretty fun if you mess around with it. And if you look into it, there's a lot of things into it. Again, they have like name numerology, which I'll get into as well too. A lot of stuff with that. They got spiritual numbers. It gets real deep. But for now, we're going to just, you know, just tread the water real quick. Mess around with life numbers. So, you know, mess around with it. They do have life number calculators on there too. If you don't feel like doing that math. Because, hey, listen, when I was in class, I hated doing math. So, but when it comes to this, it's actually pretty cool. Because, again, it does describe, you know, certain traits about you. Kind of open up your eyes. So, yeah, just check that out. Life numbers. <laughs> but that's going to wrap it up for the introduction to numerology or brief introduction to numerology. We'll be right back with some fun facts with numbers right after this. And now it's time for... Hey, yo, this can't be real life. That's right, everybody. It's now time for this can't be real life. Well, this can't be real news. We're talking about news topics that don't sound like it's real news, but hey, listen, it's actually real news. So check it. How about the situation out here in Las Vegas? Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> so um, this is restaurant um, that's being accused of selling THC tainted Thai food. It's reported that more than 30 people who ate at this Thai restaurant in Las Vegas um, this year was reported getting sick. This was um, reported by the Southern Nevada Health District. Now, um, the officials right now, they're investigating this unusual illness that um, people are, are getting. Now, the symptoms that people are um, getting once they eat this Thai food from this restaurant um, is reported are increased heart rates Blurred vision, disorientation, loss of consciousness, and numbness or tangling within the hours of being at the restaurant. Now, this uh, the health district right now, they're asking people who ate there from January, February to take a survey and uh, file any reports of any illness. Now, there was even uh, Las Vegas police, um, you know, officers who also filed some reports of being, you know, or you know, being ill from eating here. Now, the restaurant has been open since 2019. Um, it consistently passed all inspections. Um, but some of the customers, they they believe um, that they're lacing their food with THC um, because some of them who uh, actually went to a doctor to find out what's going on, they said that um, they tested positive for the THC um, and their food. Uh, <laughs> now, for me... Um, 
honestly, well, I, I would get, yeah, you, you go there for, you know, Thai food, whatever you're going there for, and you're coming out not feeling good. Okay, yeah, obviously, I'm going to be weirded out, too. Now, if that's what they putting in there, I mean, I mean, just let me know. Slip me a note and just say, yo, we sliding this thing in food because I'm obviously not going to complain. I'm feeling good right now. After I eat, normally I want to go to sleep anyway. So uh, the THC is just going to relax me even more. Now, apparently, I guess these people, um, they're not familiar with THC and other certain things that, uh, you know, make you feel that way. But I'm, it, it's, it's Las Vegas. They probably figure, yo, you, you down here partying in Las Vegas. I mean, I'm not sure exactly if the restaurant is on a strip, on a Vegas strip. But, hey, listen, they probably lacing that joint because they thinking, you know, you guys trying to have a good time. You're going to go out and party. So why not? Do you know what I mean? Just just up the ante some. Um, hey, listen, but at least let me give me a heads up. Don't just, like, slide nothing in that joint and have me walking out feeling weird. So I get where they're coming from from that point. Yeah, I mean, you got to give me a heads up because otherwise, I mean, again, I don't like coming out feeling weird after eating at a restaurant. Another situation with somebody coming out of a certain location feeling weird. Um, there was this fitness influencer. Um, she's on TikTok. Uh, she went into a gym. And uh, where is this gym location at, actually? Um, it's called EOS Fitness. Um, but this uh, fitness influencer, she went into the gym to uh, work out. And apparently she wasn't in there for no longer than like five minutes. And then somebody sent her like a creepy voicemail on her phone saying, hello, this is EOS Fitness. We saw you doing glute spreads. Like what? Like they went into the system, got her number, and then said this to her. Let me see if, if I can find this, John. This is like real creepy and weird. Hello, this is EOS Fitness. We are talking about the spread. Like, what in the world? Like, who does that? Like, that's just real crazy and weird. Like, who, who, who in the world does that? Like, hey, listen. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's why I don't really go to, like, those gyms and stuff like that, man, because there's a lot of creeps in there. And a lot of people sometimes, anyway... They go there just to hang out and just stare at people anyway. Not saying everybody do, but I feel like that's what a good number of people do anyway. Um, when I used to work at it, or I didn't work at a gym, I used to work at a gym um, doing sales. Very boring, by the way. But um, yeah, every time I see, I, I come in and people just be hanging out, just talking and just watch people at the gym. I'm like, yo, why, why are you on creep mode? Like, you, you here to work out or are you just here to watch people? So, I mean... Not saying I'm I'm not surprised because it's sad that people gotta go through that, but like that's that's creep status. You really went into the system, pulled this person number after they scanned their key card in, just to leave some kind of creep voicemail like that. I listen. I don't know what type of tip these people on, um, but hey, listen. Um, she probably gonna get a nice little payout from that because hey, listen. It's number one, it's harassment. Number two, you going there to work out like. You shouldn't be harassed, especially by workers. Like, you work there, bro. Like, what are y'all even thinking? You might as well just get, I mean, get your, get a, get right on Indeed or whatever and get them, uh, applic- your resume ready because you about to be bad, get fired, bro, um, pretty much. Uh, yeah, you taking a trip home. Um, another situation with a, uh, I guess they kind of taking a trip home. Um, it's a woman here. Um, the Massachusetts woman, she wins a trip 
to New Hampshire on a prices right. Now, um, apparently, um, she won, like, she got to the final game, I guess, where, you know, you get to, you know, pick which, uh, trip or which, um, I guess it's like prize you want to take. And I guess she picked the one where she gets a getaway trip. The only problem is it's to New Hampshire and it's just across the border of Massachusetts. So, <laughs> uh, she was expecting a trip to, Ta to Tahiti or something like that, bore bore. But instead, she got a trip to New Hampshire from the prices right. Like, what? Like, I know we're going through a whole pandemic and everything right now, but is it that bad at the prices right now, giving us trips, like, in the U.S.? Like, come on, come on man, that's not, not even a getaway. Like, especially for her, she right across the border. Y'all didn't see that she won a prize. Y'all didn't think, yo, let's, let's switch this joint up real quick. She probably been there, like, 10, 20 times already. It's a hop, skip, jump away. To, and to New Hampshire? Like, what? No offense to anybody that lives in New Hampshire, but I don't even know anything that's, like, lit like lit out there. Like, what, what's going on out there in New Hampshire? Wait, what's popping? Like, I don't even know what's going on out there. You get a getaway trip to New Hampshire? From the prices, right. I feel disrespected from that. Like, I would tell them, no, I'm not taking this prize. Y'all gotta give me something else. That's not right. That's crazy. I mean, if she doesn't want to take that trip, Hey, she got an option to go here. Um, this this place out in um, where is it in Bear Oaks? Is well, it's in Toronto, Canada. Um, it's called Bear Oaks Family. Uh, what is this place? What? It's like a nudist park. It's a Bear Oaks Family nudist park in Toronto, Canada. And apparently, um, there's this chef there at this new resort that complains about, wow, wow, she's cooking naked. It's pretty painful, but she loves it. Now, first of all, I'm confused because, uh, how's this a family? It really says family park. How's how's the a naked part, a family part? I don't, I don't even know. Um, but apparently, um, she says, yeah, when she get the, you know, the grease splatter on her boob, she said that, that hurts the worst. Uh, but she said she, she's been, she got hurt from the grill, the flat top and the burners. I mean, duh, like you're naked. I can't get past the fact that this is supposed to be like a family restaurant out here in, in Toronto, Canada. Like what kind of tip are y'all on out here? Like this some old freak stuff. Like, what it says in tourist yeah resort i'm a chef at a new resort how's this a family resort i don't i don't understand i'm confused right now apparently hey listen it's a resort out in ontario canada if you want some freak stuff i mean you can go here i don't know if you want to look at her though i don't know if i want to look at somebody new while you're cooking my food by the way Ugh. whether you in shape or not it's just too much out in the open like i don't ew like, it's just, ew, like, besides the fact that it's supposed to be a family, nude, whatever, resort, I don't even know what that is supposed to be. Maybe I'm reading that wrong, uh, but what in the world? Like, naked people cooking your food? Like, I, I, I don't mind my shorty, my girl, who I, I'm with cooking my food naked. That's cool. That's what's up. But I ain't going to no random restaurant, especially during COVID. 
you got all these joints. This is why all these variants are out. You got people doing stuff like this right now. People cooking food naked. You got all kind of body oils flying, flinging everywhere. Like, man, come on, yo. Let's get it together here. What's up, Canada? Like, I mean, I'm going to give y'all a shout out. What's up? I appreciate y'all listening to the podcast, but what's up with this Bear Oaks family park joint? Yo, what's what's up? I don't know, man. Hey, listen. It can be real life. It can be real news, but look, apparently it is, man. Listen, you want to get your freak on and you want to get your eat on, go out to Toronto, Canada. Check out the new people cooking your food. I don't know if I could do that, man. That, that, that skeet me out, but hey, that's on you. We'll be right back with fun facts with numbers right after this. And now it's time for Zofiles. <laughs> That's right, everybody. It's now time for Zofiles. We talk about some interesting facts um, that you may know about, uh, whether it has to do with conspiracy theories, new discoveries. But for this episode, since we're dealing with numbers, we're going to do some random facts about numbers that you may or may not have known about. So, uh, let's start with this one, 100. Uh, a lot of people say, yeah, can I get 100 or $100? Um, actually, the word 100 doesn't mean 100. Um, the word 100 is actually derived from the Old Norse, I guess, hope I said that right, Old Norse word, hundredth which the word hundredth means 120. So when we say hundred, you're actually asking for $120, pretty much so. I don't know what that would mean for a hondo, like I need a hondo. Uh, I guess that'll mean $100, but maybe that'd be half a hundred, that'd be $50 in that case. But yeah, if you say hundred, you ain't asking for $100, you're asking for $120 in reality. Another fun fact here. Um, how about different cultures discover zero at different times? Yeah, I thought this was... I really didn't think about when numbers were discovered. I just assumed zero was just something everybody knew about. Um, but yeah, apparently there was a... Um, oh, Jesus. There was a mathematician. I'm going to ruin this name um, so bad because it's kind of crazy here. But... I'm just going to leave it at it was an Indian astronomer. Um, he discovered the number zero or he brought up the number zero back around 600 AD. Um, it starts with the letter B. Um, you can look it up. I don't want to butcher this name. But yeah, apparently back in 600 AD, um, he was the first one to bring up the number zero um, as a concept. And other countries eventually later on took on that idea. I just thought the zero was just something, boom, that was just out there. Now, to keep it at zero, zero is actually considered an even number. I always thought it was an odd number. Actually, I never even considered it even or odd, just never considered anything. But apparently zero is an even number. I always just looked at it, if anything, as odd. 
Maybe because the O or is zero. <laughs> talking about letters. What am I talking about here? <laughs> uh, another one here. Uh, the number four. Um, that is the only number that actually has the same amount of letters as his number. Or yeah, you know what I mean. Four. It's only four letters in that number, and that number is the only number that spells out the amount that it carries. I guess the way that you would say it. So four, yeah, four letters, F-O-U, F-O-U-R. I had to think about that real quick. <laughs> but yes, four is the only one that carries the amount of letters that it states within its name. Pretty cool, right? Um, how about this trick with the number three? So if you take any number and you multiply it by the number three, that sum or that answer if you um, it's always gonna be divisible by three, kind of fumble that. So for instance, if you take the number six and you multiply it by three, it's gonna equal 18, right? Now, 18, divide that by three, it's gonna equal six. Let's do another number. For instance, the number 42, I'm not gonna jump to no triple digit number because I ain't got time for that. But um, 42, if you multiply 42 times three, you're gonna get 126. Then you divide three, you have 126 divided by three, you're gonna get 42. You're always gonna get a number that's that's divisible by three. And you can do that with any numbers. Pretty cool, just try it. You see, it's always gonna happen. Um, another trick with numbers, the number nine is considered a magic number. Um, the reason being is because if you multiply a number by nine, and you add up all the digits of that number, it's always gonna sum up to the number nine. So another example for this magic number, um, if you do eight times nine, you come up with 72. Now, if you add that together, seven plus two, it's gonna equal nine. Um, let's do another one. Nine times three equals 27. And then two plus seven equals nine. This is something you probably learned in elementary school though that one is like pretty easy pretty sure everyone figured that one out there um at least uh how about this random weird one here why cats uh, or why they say um cats have nine lives um now one of the few theories here again because number nine is considered like a magic number um they say because of their ability to jump and land on their feet without getting hurt from whatever they you know they jump from um so uh one of their theories because because of that um, they said they got nine lives maybe because feline nine maybe because that rhymes too the feline got nine lives i don't know but yes <laughs> apparently the number nine and a cat that's how it correlates nine lives because they they have the ability to jump and land on their feet uh, from wherever height they're jumping from how about this one here, blackjack? It always didn't start with 21. Now, I know some people are used to, you know, playing blackjack and you gotta get to the number 21. Well, the game actually originated in Italy and it was called 31. Um, now, the only difference with this one here is, um, I believe all the numbers between eight and 10, so eight, nine, 10 were removed from the deck and then any face cards were considered half the number. 
which is pretty interesting. They're actually probably pretty fun. I might try that. It's pretty challenging, too. Uh, but yeah, so Blackjack, and it wasn't always 21. It was actually 31. So if you really bout it, bout it. Play that 31, but take 8, 9, 10 out, and all those face cards going to be half of their value. 31. Try that, John. It might be pretty fun, actually. Um, number 7. Um, this one, I, I'm pretty sure everybody's not surprised by this, but the number seven is considered um, a popular number. Um, it said that uh, there was a report that numerous people were asked what was their favorite number, and you could try this too. Um, and it said that a lot of people would say number seven is their favorite number. Now, this could be because seven heaven, um, seven is considered a lucky number, amongst other things, uh, seven days in a week. So maybe that's why seven is considered the most popular number, not my favorite number. Um, but hey, listen, seven, popular to some people out there. The most popular double digit number, which I thought would be 23 because of Jordan, um, is actually the number 13, which I'm not surprised either. Um, Cause Friday the 13th, come on, you got the movies with Jason Friday the 13th and stuff like that. So. Uh, number 13 is considered the most popular number. Uh, following number 13 is 7, of course, because people probably think it's good luck. Number 3? Uh, yeah, number 3, I guess. 8. And then 4. And then last but not least, number 5. Disrespectful, man. 5 is back. Come on, man. Get out of here. Um, another fun fact. I got, uh, I got a couple more for you real quick. We about to wrap it up real quick. Another fun fact real quick. How about Googleplex? Um, there's not enough room in the world to write out the full number Googleplex. Now, I don't even know how many. Apparently, um, Google means one is the number one followed by a hundred zeros. So a Googleplex is a one followed by a Google zeros. Now, I don't know how you write that out. And if you can't write it out, how you even come up with the number? I don't know like how you come up with numbers you can't even write out. It's really weird to me, but apparently, yeah, the number Googleplex, there's not enough room in the world to write out that number, which is wild. That's impossible. I find that hard to believe, but apparently this is true. Um, another fun fact real fast. In Asia, the number four is considered unlucky. Now, I heard of four-leaf clovers. Yeah, they were considered lucky. I guess that was um, the Irish, but apparently East Asia... They don't bang with the four-leaf clovers. Um, it's, um, it's viewed with superstition and distrust in East Asia. Um, they said the word the word for four sounds similar to death um, in a number of Asian languages, including Chinese, Japanese, and Korean. So, yeah, four-leaf clovers. Um, if you ever go any of those countries, don't, don't go over there bringing... Um, for the clover with you. It's gonna look like a disrespect. You bring in bad luck. They don't bang with that. Apparently, four leaf clovers, or you know, the number four in general is bad luck. This is wow. I never considered number four is bad luck, which means that none of these numbers, when we put all this emphasis in it, may not even have that much effect on us, I guess. Um, how about this one here in Thailand? The number 555 is considered hilarious. Um, now, this one is weird. It says teenagers texting in Thailand will send digits 555 to indicate that something is funny. Um, now, 
my first episode of Hypocritical Millennial was 5.55. Now, hopefully it was texting that for promo and not texting it to make jokes and say that was funny. Because that's it's kind of coincidental that they're doing this. This 5.55 better be for promo in Thailand. We gotta see if they listening to the boy out there. I don't know about that, but 5.55 in Thailand is considered um, to be, you know, teenagers finding something funny. They'll text it to each other to let them know. Or it's like, um, in translation, I think it's like, ha, 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 5.55, I guess. Um, hey, listen, anybody get the boy out there in Thailand, listen, Hypocritical Millennial episode, first one, 5.55. Check that joint out. It's not funny. It's real. But still, though, Text it around. Show some love for your boy. Yeah, I mean, that episode's 555. Correlate that in there somehow, some way. <laughs> um, another one here. I got two more for y'all. Um, it says here it was a research um, that was published in a journal, Experimental Psychology, um, that says that some people see male and female as odd and even numbers. Now, they're saying that... Um, there was a research where people put an odd number in front of a baby and an even number in front of a baby. Um, the people there said that the odd number is considered male and multiple multiple people consider the even number as female. Now, I never looked at anybody's odd even. It's kind of weird. But apparently, yeah, there's people out there that look at male and female as yeah, as an odd, odd or even number, which I don't know. If I just count you as a person, one, two, three, four, five, you're an odd number, you're even, yeah, you're one, you're two, yeah, that's just how I did it. But apparently, people see sexes, you see one, that's an odd male, two, female, she's even. However, that works. Who knows? Last but not least, anniversary is your anniversary. Um, <laughs> we have one here, the 35th anniversary. It actually has an official name. It's not just called 35th Anniversary. It's actually called Coral Anniversary. That's right, yeah. Apparently, 35th Anniversary is called Coral Anniversary. So, hey, listen. If you're in your 35th Anniversary, go scuba diving. Do something like that. Coral Anniversary. Celebrate. Go on the island and go swimming and stuff like that. It's the Coral Anniversary for 35th. I would just say happy 35th anniversary, and I ain't getting too technical and all deep with that. But, hey, listen, if you can survive 35 years, hey, more power to you. Do whatever you want, but it's called Coral Anniversary. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up for Random Facts with Numbers. We'll be right back with Celebrity News right after this. The rich, the classy, the juicy, the latest celebrity news. Hey! Alright, that's right, y'all. It's now time for celebrity news. We're talking about some news that's going on in the entertainment business. So I got a few topics I just want to talk about real fast. Um, real quick, Nick Cannon, um, just seeing a report of him saying um he's expecting his eighth child right now. Uh, he said he doesn't have or he, he believes he doesn't have the bandwidth to have any more children anytime soon. Now 
I mean, at the eight, I would figure, you know, that would be enough right there, especially because it's, it's from multiple women at that. Now, he said, um, the reason for this is because, uh, he feel like he owes the women in his life currently, um, he owes them, you know, the energy and the effort to be there for his kids. Now, I can respect that, of course, because yes, every child needs a father in their life. But, I mean, you got eight by, by multiple, multiple women. So it's like, you know, how much attention each child is gonna get each time. And then you're gonna exhaust yourself. Cause my man, he stayed out there working. Like my man be out in the streets getting that check. I think it's probably because a lot of people got on his back um, because of the fact that he had so many kids. And then I think it was one post he did with um, with two of his children. It's like a few weeks ago. And there was a lot of comments on there saying like some of the kids seemed like, or uh, two of the children, or one of the children that was in the picture, I should say, um, looked like they barely even knew him. And it's kind of like a forced picture. So um, it kind of get a little bit of backlash from this. Um, whereas before it wasn't too much talk about it. But yeah, he's uh, kind of catching a little bit of heat for this. Now you can live your life, do whatever you want to do. And hey, listen, if the women out there, you know, you know what you're getting yourself into, you know, you guys come to whatever agreement y'all have. Hey, listen, more power to you. Um, but me personally, yeah, eight kids about different people, man. You just killing yourself. And then you got so, so much going on right now. So many different projects and jobs. It's like, dude, when do you have enough time to just breathe? Now, again, mad props to him. He's like one of the hardest working people out here in the entertainment business. But, dang, again, like, I mean, I get it now. I mean, you should have had this idea, I think, after, like, maybe child number five, maybe four. But now you're going on eight. Like, you about to, you about to have, like, a whole football team soon. You about four away. You talking about, like, anytime soon. When, like, how, how much longer do you plan on having kids? Like, you, what is he, 41 now? I may plan on keep going until like 60. My man gonna have a whole roster pretty soon. We said anytime soon. I just peeped that. Yeah, what? And then I, I think I read something too. Also, um, he was like saying that he's afraid that he may not get Mariah Carey back. Um, yeah, I think that's probably like a lost cause now. Uh, I mean, and then again, money talks. I mean, they're both two powerhouse entertainers. So, hey, you know, they'd be a power couple again. I mean, why not, I guess? But, I mean, my man got, like, mad kids right now. And it's like, yeah, do you want to go back to them right now? I mean, he's going to be distracted. He got too many jobs, too many kids. I mean, he's going to be too busy. He ain't going to have, you know, he may not have that time to put in that effort to do what he got to do. Um, another situation, uh, somebody like they didn't put in the time to do what they have to do. Um, it's Macy Gray. Um, this national anthem for the NBA All-Star Game. I don't know if, I, if any of y'all heard this out here. Um, it said like she just walked up and like just sung that drum real quick and then like dipped off. I'm not, I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but I hopefully you guys can hear it pretty, pretty clear. I'm just gonna give you a quick little snippet of it. And then like she was like rocking, like she was on something. I didn't know what was going on. She was just like moving everywhere. She did a little quick little dip with the mic, like she killed it real fast and pulled it back. I don't know what that was about, but some people saying, 
hey, her voice is original. Some people love it. They said she actually didn't do bad, but eh, I'm gonna let you be the judge. So I'm just gonna play a brief little, little bit of that joint real quick. Just check it out. Yeah, we're just gonna stop right there. Yeah, so, uh, again, I don't know. I mean, yeah, her voice is original, but a little too original. Um, listen, the one song she had, I tried and tried to find it now. Like, that part, that joint was okay, I guess, but, man, listen, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> no offense. I mean, listen, Mason Gary, more power to you. You made it possible somehow. You got famous off the voice, but. Sing the national anthem? Uh, I mean, huh. I want to bash her. I mean, the style, I mean, she came out looking okay. Uh, she still had the hair rocking, still going, the fro going. Uh, but I just felt like she came out there and just sung it, and then she, like, just dipped off after she was done. Like, all right, I'm done, peace. Like, it was just weird. But, I mean, it kept the same energy. Well, no, actually, the All-Star game was actually pretty good. It was the dunk contest. Um, anybody see the don't contest? Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I know. It's horrible. Nothing really to talk about it. Um, this they just gotta bring back like I don't know what it is with these like all stars. I guess because they don't want to get injured. But yo, like the don't contest is getting worse and worse. Like bring the props back, bring something back. The drum was horrible. Like it wasn't entertaining at all. It's really weak. People had missed dunks on that joint. It was crazy. Now, granted, I can't dunk like they can dunk, so I can't really talk the trash. But for those who was dunking and trying to attain, it was just like, man, it was like not really much effort in there. What they need to do is get street ballers come out there and then challenge NBA players to a dunk contest. That would make better sense and make it challenging. Or just have street ballers do it. Like, just forget the NBA cats because they're not even really trying. And the ones we want to see, they're not going to do it. So, what's the point? I think you might as well just, just have street ballers come in. Do a dunk contest for it. We'd probably appreciate that more than watching this lackluster performance by the rest of these guys. Man, that drone is like real whack and weak. It's crazy. But the All-Star game itself, I mean, Steph Curry, like my man, like he killed it out there. I think he had like 16 threes. That joint was crazy. And then, of course, you know, they were in Cleveland, so you know who had to take the game-winning shot at the end, obviously. Like, we're not surprised. LeBron James, which I ain't hating on my man. Like, he did his thing. Like, man's still balling at, like, what, 38 or something? But no surprise. He took the game-winning shot in Cleveland and won. Um, by the way, uh, LeBron James to Cleveland, coming soon. Not going to be surprised. It's going to be coming in the next few years next few years probably the next year or two who knows the way the lakers playing <laughs> um keeping it within basketball real fast though uh, michigan um basketball coach juan howard man i don't know if anybody peeped this like on social media stuff a uh, man he got uh, suspended for the remainder of this uh, the college basketball season and got fined forty thousand dollars for hitting um wisconsin assistant coach uh, he took a swing and punched him in the face um, they got into a little scuffle. I think one of the coaches like was grabbing on either Dwight Howard or somebody wasn't letting go during you know the handshake at the end of the game. 
And all I know is Jamal Howard got shifted around and got the hand in there, caught somebody in the face. And, you know, it was just it was, it was just chaos from there. Uh, now, uh, I don't know exactly what was down, what was said. So I'm not going to say, you know, he deserves to be fired or anything because I'm glad he got suspended. Like, my man, I'm glad he, he I hope he, at the end of this and come next season, he still keep his job. Um, but just as a leader, as a coach, man, come on, you can't be like swinging and punching somebody in the face, man. You got to set a, you got to set an example. And then right after he did that, like, it was just players just like, they just, they started swinging and stuff like that. And it's like, bro, like, you know, if, you, you, you gotta be smarter than that, man. Like you, especially because you're a coach, you're you're a leader. Um, taking punches, man. Somebody like that's not smart, man. And now, um, I believe also the Wisconsin coach Greg Gard, I think is his name. He was fined ten thousand dollars for violating the conference sportsmanship policy, um, but he wasn't suspended. And a lot of people saying, you know, why wasn't he suspended? Um, I guess it's because, like, he was, I guess, just doing a gripping up. Even though he did start it, I think he should have been fined more for starting it, at least. Um, but suspension, no, nah, I mean, he just grabbed on the guy now. Jawan Howard, you know, grabbed me back and pushed him. Yeah, more likely he wouldn't be suspended. But it was because of the fist, man. When you bring the fist over, it's a wrap. And you connect it in, in, in buddy face. It's a done deal. Like, it pretty much is a wrap. And some people think it doesn't make sense, but... Hey, listen, when you get to swinging, you contact people in the face. Um, and he's a coach. He's supposed to be a leader. I mean, whether it makes sense or not, you know, he got suspended. And that's what he got. At least at least he got that rather than getting fired. Again, I'd rather him get suspended at least than to not get fired. It's a shame it's the whole season. But, yeah, y'all want to see him get fired, man. Like, But just got to be smarter than that, man. And, you know, make better decisions because that move right there just didn't make sense. Um, last but not least, in celebrity news real fast, how about Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott? Um, they just named their son. And, uh, yeah, when I seen this name, I was like, wait, what? This has to be a joke. Now, apparently, they named their child, their newborn child, I think, when this was born um, not too long ago. Uh, was it today, actually? I think it was just born. I want to say not too long ago. It was born today. They named the child Wolf Webster. Or let me get the full name right. Wolf Jacquees. Because um, I think I believe that's Travis Scott's real name. Um, Wolf Jacquees Webster. Now, I, I, I mean, I dig, like, the whole, like, crazy names celebrities be given, like, their child and stuff like that. But... Wolf? Wolf? Jacquees Webster? You, you name the child Wolf. Wolf Webster. WW. Like, huh? I, feel, I mean, again, he probably ain't gonna go to the, you know what I mean, the regular schools that we went to, so he probably ain't gonna get picked on for the name like that, because he probably gonna be in other people named Circle and Seven and Cloud and stuff like that, so he probably be chilling there, but if he went to a neighborhood school, like in Philly or something, with Wolf... Oh man, my, he getting clown. Like, there's no way he's gonna last in school with the name Wolf. But hey, man, this is what these celebrities do. And they they name the kids these unique names now to stand out, I guess, in the crowd. So 
you know, wolf, oh, whatever you want to do, you can be hollering. I get people gonna be hollering at you all the time, man. You better get, get ready for that, John. They call you Team Wolf, all that stuff, Michael Fox, whatever they're gonna call you. It's gonna be all over the place, man. So get ready for them names, Travis. Get them ready. I'm telling you, they're gonna be bullying them for that name. But then again, not so much because then they're gonna probably be bullied by somebody named Lavender. So. <laughs> Who knows? But that's going to wrap it up for Celebrity News. We'll be right back with some more Celebrity News, but that's dealing with numerology right after this. All right, so now this is the continuation of Celebrity News, but it's going to be in numerology edition course so gotta have the numerology edition of celebrity news and we're gonna talk about the 27 club real fast um what is the 27 club well basically um it's a club it's a list of singers musicians um, or actors too and actors yeah actors as well because some of them did pass away 27 um, but basically um they all passed away because coincidentally at the age of 27 now some of them may been due to you know a fast-paced living um, whether it's drugs, alcohol, suicide, whatsoever, or some of these they actually think could, you know, be suspicious, and it just like made out to look like it was suicide or from drugs. So just want to talk about a few um, artists that you know passed away at the age of 27, coincidentally that ended up in the 27 Club. So let's start off with one of the greatest instrumentalists in rock music, Jimi Hendrix, uh, passed away at the age of 27. Um, the way they found he choked on his vomit, died of asphyxiation. Um, he's a popular solo guitarist. We all know who he is. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but Jimi Hendrix, one of the, you know, celebrities, popular celebrities who passed away at the age of 27. How about Amy Winehouse? Um, a lot of people know about her. They're trying to make me go to rehab. I say no, no, no. Um, died of overdose too as well. <clears throat> um, beautiful voice awesome talent um, but unfortunately she too ended up in the 27 club sadly um, someone else Jim Morrison um, actually known he's known as James Jim Douglas Morrison um, he died also um, at the age of 27 he's the lead vocalist for the band the doors um, trying to see how did he pass away um, I think it was due to he died of heart failure they found him in the bathtub, but again, unfortunately, another gentleman that joined the 27 Club. Um, how about I sit here? Linda Jones. Um, she, had, I think she passed away from complications related to diabetes. Um, she was a, a popular uh, singer. Um, she had a soulful voice, um, a lot of gospel music. Uh, one of the popular singles. Um, I think she was known for is uh, hypnotized, and she did. She passed away in her mom's house after doing a nationwide tour. Um, she just uh, she went to sleep and basically died in her sleep. Sadly, um, it's a shame. But someone else who passed away in the 27 Club. Um, let's see who else. Um, did talk about Amy Winehouse, of course. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh. Coco, oh, uh, of course, how did I forget the most obvious? Kurt Cobain was obviously not um, 27 Club. A lot of people know about him. 
Kurt Cobain, um, sadly, man, very talented man, um, passed away too at the age of 27. Um, he shot himself pretty much to death. I think he shot himself in the head or something. I forgot how he did it. But Kurt Cobain, another one, passed away at the age of 27. Um, and again, it's a good, talented person. Um, there's another one just recently too, but I think, um, he was in North, I think he was a uh, Southern Korean singer, and, and um, I think he's like very popular. I think it was Kim, Kim Jong-un, I think is his name. He was a popular singer, songwriter, producer, and radio host, and he's also an author. Um, he died of suicide inside his apartment, also at the age of 27. Uh, for all you people out there that's into hip-hop, how about Fredjo Santana? Um, he's another one. Um, I think he suffered a cardiovascular, uh, yeah, he passed away, um, I think he had a fatal seizure, I think, if I'm not mistaken, passed away at the age of 27. Also, they would keep it within the hip-hop too as well, there was another, um, young rapper, not too many people know of him, um, he was like low-key, um, I think his name was like Little, Little Marlo, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, he passed away, he was found dead, yeah, in July 2020, two years ago, the age of 27. Um, I think um, he died due to a drive-by shooting. He was sitting in the car, um, passed away. And then, uh, let's see, let's wrap it up, because there's a lot of people here. I'll be going on forever and ever here. Um, Mia Zapata um, was the lead singer in the band The Gets, um, which unfortunately, I believe she was actually... Yeah, she was brutally beaten, raped, and murdered, which is sad. Um, somebody, I think, um, she was walking into her home, I think, like, around 2.15 in the morning, uh, which is really sad and tragic. But, uh, yeah, someone else, uh, tragically, who passed away at the age of 27. Um, but then there's also um, a lot of other, like, celebrities, too, outside the entertainment business, too. I think, like, Brittany Murphy, I think, is another one uh, who passed away at the age of 27. He was really up and coming, very popular. Um, she was like at her prime. Uh, she did eight mile and, and about to do something else too, I think on top of that. But, uh, you know, fortunately it didn't happen. So yeah, it's just some uh, coincidences with a lot of, you know, celebrities or a few celebrities that passed away at the age of 27. And then you also hear um, some rappers actually, or some artists actually mention that club and their songs too like Mac Miller um, they, unfortunately he passed away at the age of 26 but he says somebody he hope he doesn't you know end up in the 27 club I think also too Philly rapper Lil Uzi Bird, if I'm not mistaken mentioned or said something about or like uh, I don't think he mentioned it but kind of played around with the idea or the concept of going away um, and falling into the 27 club or something like that but and you don't want to joke about that because you talking about you're gonna pass away or die some, somehow but hey listen that's the 27 club just you know name a few artists that's in the entertainment business that unfortunately uh, passed away and ended up in this unfortunate club um so coming up next i'm gonna do a little uh numerology thing with the passing of kobe bryant and just talk about a few numbers that coincidentally pops up um that circles around his life and his passing in general so we'll be right back with that little breakdown right after this
All right, guys, real fast. So I want to jump into something real quick that involves numerology that circles around Kobe Bryant career and passing real fast. A couple of numbers that pop out quite frequently with this, and it seems pretty weird or, you know, um, it's kind of like a coincidence, who knows, but this one talk real quick because I thought it was pretty interesting. So um, the number five, let's start with that one there. Kobe Bryant, he won five rings. Um, so um, let's talk about how the number five correlates with his career. Um, now, if you add up 1978 plus 2020 plus 2006 plus 2020, um, you come up with a total of 8,024. Now, why does that sound familiar? Because uh, Kobe Bryant, um, in the first part of his career, um, he wore the number eight. And then in the last 10 years of his career, he switched over to the number 24. And again, how I got, you know, to that number, you want to add the year Kobe was born along with the year that he passed. And then also unfortunate passing of Gigi, his daughter, you want to add 2006 and 2020. If you add all those four figures together, you come up with 8,024, which again, the number eight, Kobe Bryant's first jersey and 24, which was the last jersey that he wore before he retired. Now, we still gotta get to the number five, so we're not finished yet. So with that 8,024, we gotta try to get to the five, right? Cause Kobe Bryant had five rings. So we gotta do eight plus two plus four, which is gonna bring us 14. And again, remember with numerology, you gotta, you know, get down to the single digit number. So four plus one equals five, which totals the five rings that Kobe has. But that's not, it's not over yet. Just keep up with me. We still doing math. Just keep up, still here. Let's go back to the 14 real quick. Um, why that stands out is because again, unfortunately, Kobe Bryant, he passed away at the age of 41. But if you flip that, it's also eerily, it's a coincidence. Um, 14 is the age that Gigi also passed away in that unfortunate helicopter crash. So if you do one plus four, which is Gigi age, that totals five. If you do four plus one, which is Kobe age, totals the five two. Totals to the number of rings that he gained again. Now, not quite done yet with the five thing. Um, if you want to do, you know, 14 plus 41, that's going to total to 55. But again, we got to try to figure out, you know, get down to a single digit number. So if we do five plus five, um, that totals to 10. Now 10, I believe, um, is like a prime number. So you can't really do much with 10 and one plus zero, you know, uh, maybe one, but whatever. But um, if you leave it at 10 real fast, he wore a number eight for 10 years, because remember that 8,024 number that we did when we add up, you know, the year he was born and passed and Gigi born and passed. Yeah, so if you do five plus five, that totals the 10, which is the 10 years, you know, that he wore the number eight and the 10 years that he wore the number 24, five, five. But we had to do five plus five with 10. Get me? I hope you guys are still there listening because we got a lot more you know, um, but again, the number five, it pops up 
think two more times actually. Um, he passed away on January 26th. That's the month and day. Now, that's exactly five months to the day that he was drafted, which was on June 26th. Kind of odd, right? Now, if you do, you know, the January date, which is six, you know, one plus two plus six, you're going to get nine. And if you add up the June date, six plus two plus six, you're going to get 14. Uh, now, of course, we already know, you know, four plus one is five, you know, whatever. Um, but if you just want to do play around with it real quick, just have some fun. You do 14 plus nine, you know, you're going to get 23. But then if three plus two totals to five. So no matter how you flipped it, if you would have did nine plus five, it would have ended up still down to the number five anyway. Yeah, so if you did nine plus 14, 14 plus nine, no matter how you flip it, you're gonna get 23, knock that joint down, you're gonna get the number five. Again, five months from when he passed, so, you know, when he was drafted, which was back in 1996, by the way, when he was drafted, June 26, 1996. Um, also, what's interesting is June 1996 to 2004 um, is the year that he played with Shaq, which was only eight years, you know, which wore number eight, which is probably why he switched over from that other jersey anyway, probably kind of reminded him uh, of Shaq. Um, but to keep it one more time with five real quick, if we add up Gigi's birthday, uh, which is May 5th, uh, 2026, you want to do five plus one plus two. And I guess you want to add in a plus zero plus zero plus six, however you want to do it. You're going to get 14, right? But then you want to simplify it to a smaller number, which is number five again, which not only is the five rings that Kobe won, but also, five is the month that Gigi was born. So, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of weird and creepy there how that all correlates together. Um, but it's still more, though. Still plenty more to, you know, to go with Kobe. Now, also, um, we have the number seven. Uh, because, of course, you know, um, seven years, you know, between his three peak, you know, he won his three wing, rings, and then it took him seven years to get his without, you know, Shaq. So, how to get to that one? Well, you want to add up, of course, the year he was drafted, because we just mentioned that, which was June 26, 1996. So, again, you get the idea. You want to add them up as single digit numbers six plus two plus six, plus one, plus nine, plus nine, plus six, which brings you 2028, which might be an interesting date. You might want to look out for that date for some reason. Um, but when you get 2028, you got to bring that down to a smaller number. So you bring it down to 12, and then you do two plus one, it brings it to three. And then add up the month, day, and year that he passed, you know what to do, make them all single digit numbers. It's going to knock it down to 13. And then 3 plus 1 is 4. So if you add 
those two numbers, the four and the three together, that brings you to seven years. And again, three, he won a three-peat. And then it took him seven years to get his other two without Shaq. So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird to me. Who knows? That's just me. But then also, if you add up 1996, it equals 25, which equals seven. Again, seven years between the three-peat and when he won it, rings without him. And then also 1996 to 2003, which was an unfortunate scandal that he got caught up in, um, also was seven years. So um, coincidentally, you can say I'm nitpicking the, you know, kind of justify the numerology thing, but hey, listen, the numbers don't lie. Listen, they kind of repeat here. It's kind of weird too. Um, now, Kobe Bryant's birthday um, was August 23rd, 1978. And why is that interesting? Because um, if you add eight plus two plus three plus one plus nine plus seven and plus eight, you get 2009. Um, now I should look at 2009. I didn't pay attention to 2009. But anyway, um, 2009, ignore the zeros. But if you add the nine plus the two, you get 11 years, which totals 11 years that he was under Phil Jackson. Which, again, pretty odd. Uh, but yeah, his date of birth, if you add all those numbers up, you get 2009. And again, remember, you got to get down to a smaller number. And 11 is a master number. So you don't do 1 plus 1. You leave it at, a, at 11. So in that case, the 11 years he played under Phil Jackson as his coach. And then the last two real fast, I'm not going to, you know, Scramble anybody brain because I'm pretty sure I might have lost you guys after like the first five minutes here. Um, but the number 12, real quick, uh, kind of correlates in this too uh, with his career. Um, again, the last time he was in Philly to see the Sixers was January 25th of 2020. He was at that game uh, when the Sixers were playing the Lakers. Um, if you add those numbers up, you know how to do make them all single digits. Again, it was January 25th, 2020. That totals to the number 12. Um, now, real fast, before you make that a smaller number, you got to look at um, the year he was drafted, um, which was the last time, I guess you want to say he was in Philly because he went to Lower Marion um, High School in PA. So 6-26-1996. You know, make them all single-digit numbers. So that's going to add up to 2028. And then what you want to do is, again, 2 plus 2 plus 8 is going to equal 12. So you want to add up the 12 from the year he was drafted and add up the 12 from the year he passed. That brings up 24, which was the last number that he wore before he retired. So it was just something to think about. A little numerology there. Probably kind of lost you guys <laughs> through that whole process there. Um, but hey, listen, there were some numbers there that I seen. 24, that popped up a lot of times. Um, number 11, coincidentally, the years that he played with Phil Jackson, his birthday total up to the number 11. And then um, a lot of stuff with, you know, Gigi's birthday with the number five. He won five rings. Um, 
what was it? Uh, if you add up um, the year he was born with the year he passed, same thing with Gigi, year born, passed, it comes up with 8,024. He born number eight, last number 24. Stuff like that just seemed pretty weird to me. So I don't know what, what you guys think. I'm going to put this up to um, on my Instagram and Facebook. You know, since you can follow along in case I lost anybody, got a little confused there. Because, you know, when it comes to math and you don't want numbers, Trust me, my brain is scrambled too. I wasn't the best at math. But, hey, this numerology thing, like I said, it's pretty interesting. And, and like I said, some of these numbers, you know, you, you could do it with other celebrities too. They kind of correlate with their career. So I just thought that was like pretty interesting. But again, you know, rest in peace to, you know, Gigi, Kobe, and all those others who passed away in that unfortunate helicopter crash. Um, but again, you know, I just wanted to bring that to light because I just thought it was pretty interesting that a lot of these numbers correlate you know, with his career, um, you know, while in the NBA and outside the NBA. So, we'll be right back with Enzo the Cupid. He's going to go through because uh, President's Day just went past, right? So, he got a list of the top 10 hottest presidents of the U.S. Apparently, it's a list out there like that. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. Hypocritical Millennial now presents Makeup to Break Up to Wake Up. We try to bring relationships and turmoil together. Or at least try. That's right, everybody. It's now time for Makeup to break up, to wake up. And you smell that? That's love that's in the air. Well, I don't know about for these people, but if you are into them, hey, listen, more power to you. But <clears throat> I came across a list that I've seen here of um, the 10 hottest U.S. presidents. Now, this is from some random site, of course, that I got flyernews.com. I don't know. I just found it pretty funny. That was actually a list that was put together like this. So I figured, you know, President's Day went by. And, you know, it's about, you know, the hottest presidents, quote unquote, I guess. So why not have Enzo the Cupid bring in this segment? So with that being said, let's start with the lowest to the top. We're going to start with number 10. James A. Garfield. He was the 20th president. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of us, we don't barely remember any of these people that was in the office because they were way before our time here. Um, I will hope at least because if you are around this time, um, clearly a ghost. And that way, I don't want no parts of you. <laughs> but um, Garfield, he narrowly made the list because he won a presidential election um, in 1880. Um, now, he wasn't even intended on running for president in the first place. Um, he was going to speak on behalf of another potential candidate within the Republican Party. Uh, but when he spoke, um, some Wisconsin delegates, they, you know, they liked him. They said, you know, he should be the one to run for president. Now, unfortunately for this guy, um, he died two and a half months later um, from an infection caused by doctors who treated a gunshot wound um, that he received. That was five months after, you know, he went into office. 
Uh, so he got shot five months after he went to office. Um, after he got shot, you know, two and a half months later, he passed away because of an infection from the doctors trying to treat him, which is very unfortunate. Died like he passed away from people trying to help you. Um, but moving on, number nine. How about Theodore Teddy Roosevelt, 26th president? Um, at the age of 42, he remains, um, I believe so, yeah, I believe he remains the youngest president to ever take office. He was also known to be the first, um, I think, yeah, the first U.S. president to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, so I guess that put him hot on the list. You know, number nine, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. He was the youngest president. Um, now, here's another one, number eight. I barely heard of this guy, um, James Monroe. He was the fifth president of the United States. Um, this guy, um, James Monroe, he was mainly known for wearing, a, you know, he was known for wearing a powder wig, which was long and flowy, um, which is why, you know, um, he got a lot of attention. You know, his locks was just flowing in the air. Now, fortunately for him, early, he was the third and final president who uh, coincidentally died on the 4th of July. So he had a tragic ending. Um, I think he uh, he ran for, I think, almost 10 years. I think he was in the cabinet for, I think he was in there for only uh, eight years. But he had a nice little run. Um, nice, long, flowing hair. Apparently, that, that was giving him all the biddies. He's, you know, pulling the joints with the flowing white wig that was going on back then that was popping um number seven how about honest abe abraham lincoln number uh well not number 16 he was the 16th president but he's number seventh on the list um why because he was incredibly strong um he participated in wrestling matches throughout his life um i think uh also i think it was reported uh he he threw somebody he picked up and threw somebody that they flew in the air for 12 feet. Apparently, allegedly, this happened. Apparently, this guy was like strong and like he was like one of the tallest um, presidents um, to uh, take office. Now, he should have took up another career there. If that's the case, my man was beasting it like that. But hey, listen, he made the list at number 27. I don't know how he made a seven with that much strength doing all that. But hey, listen, number seven. Um, number six, how about Harry S. Truman? He was the 33rd president. Um, after dropping an atomic bomb minutes after, you know, he was sworn in after the death of Franklin D. Roosevelt, um, you know, he, I guess he made name for himself. He got pretty big. Now, looking at the pictures again, Enzo the Cupid. Hey, listen, beauty's in the eye to beholder, ladies. If, you know, he, he's number six on the list. I'm looking at the picture, uh, listen, I don't know what, but hey, to each day on. Um, number five, how about Mr. Grant? Uh, 18th president put a grand in my hand man no I'm playing but uh <laughs> yeah president grant um he's number five um the reason why he's number five um is because uh the nation or the national mint they found his face nice enough to put on a 50 dollar bill um which apparently why he got landed on the list yeah, just a nice enough face to get put on a bill. So, hey, listen, number five. I mean, he's on the fitty, but right now he's number five, um, which I, I guess he would prefer to be than rather 50. Um, so he's number five on the list. Um, so number four is Ron, Ronald Reagan? Apparently number four. Whoa, whoa. He, okay, Ronald Reagan 
on this list is number four. He's the 48th president um, of the United States. Um, I think it's because, you know, he, you know, he had a career in Hollywood. Um, I think he had a little movie with a monkey or something like that. I think like Bedtime with Bonzo probably years ago or something like that. He co-starred with a monkey. Um, so I guess that's why he got on this list. But he landed on the list as number four. Now, um, luckily, he survived an, um, an assassination attempt on him. Um, there was a guy um, that was trying to impress um, the actress Jodie Foster. Um, and the way he was did that, he shot, you know, Reagan. Um, I think he, uh, I think he shot him once. Well, he shot him six times, but hit him once, and it, and Reagan survived. So, um, I guess you know that put him on top of the list. He a thug. He G. He took a bullet. He's still alive. He's in movies. So, hey, that moved him up to number four. I, I guess. Um, now coming up at number three, we got. Wow, this is, might be an upset for some of you ladies out there. Uh, we got Barack Obama on this list as number three. The 44th president of the United States. Probably the best one we had, by the way. Um, but yeah, uh, Obama, yeah, he's he's number he's number three on here. I don't know how. He was like one of the coolest presidents that we ever had. And uh, he was a pretty likable guy. So I don't see how he ended up number three. But yeah, Barack Obama, number three. 44th president. Great. Um, and then we have John F. Kennedy. Now, I did hear in the past, I wasn't around for his presidency, but um, I hear he was kind of like a ladies' man. Um, didn't he pull, uh, what was her name? Marilyn Monroe or something? Yeah, so I guess he was pulling, like, he's pulling biddies off the street, celebrities. So, I mean, hey, I heard the word on the street was he's a ladies' man. So, John F. Kennedy, he's number two on the list. Uh, so, number one got to be, I don't know who could be number one. And I, I guess, uh, who knows, I'm about to find out um, right with y'all. But also, um, real fast, unfortunately for JFK, I know we all seen the film of, you know, at the grassy knoll of him getting shot. I say by multiple people, but they say by, you know, one shooter or whatever, whatever. But um, yeah, John F. Kennedy, number two on the list of hottest presidents. So who's number one? Um, I wish I had a drum roll to do it, but... That's probably not much of a drum roll there. <laughs> but um, Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce. Never heard of this guy either. That shows how much I paid attention to history class. But um, yeah, he's the 14th president of the United States. Um, apparently, he tops the list as most um, attractive president. But um, his presidency, it wasn't that long. Or yeah, I guess, yeah, he wasn't ranked very high as the president and now i see why because um when he's getting sworn in he thought it was bad luck to you know swear an oath on the bible and he uh his wife refused to attend the event also uh, because they thought it was a pun you know it'll be a punishment from god um but uh i don't i never really studied this guy's presidency but apparently he's like ranked in the bottom as like one of the three worst presidents. Wow, I gotta check this guy out. Man, Franklin Pierce. But somehow, even though he's ranked bottom three as presidents in general, he's ranked number one as the hottest one. I don't know how. Uh, let me know what you ladies think out there. Uh, don't get your, you know, your panties and your white wigs all tied up in a bunch out there. <laughs> Feeling old school wigs. Uh, hopefully, anybody out there that's still wearing them, you're not still around. Because again, um, yeah, that means you're like a spirit or something. And we don't, I don't do ghosts. 
But for all you ladies out there that's got a hot for these presidents, here you go. The top 10. I don't know about this list, but hey, it's, it's out there floating. <laughs> but that's going to wrap it up for makeup to break up to wake up. Have a little bit of fun real quick because presidents wait. President's Day just went past. Getting tongue-tied again. We're going to be right back to close out Hypocritical Millennial, episode number 23, right after this. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap it up for Hypocritical Millennial, episode number 23. George... It's like, nah. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, everybody, for checking me out. Appreciate the love. Thank you again. Like I said, numbers still jumping, man. Still going over 300. 300. Uh, I forgot. 100 isn't 100. So I didn't know what you say then. I'm still going to say 300 anyway. 300. Over 300. Thank you so much. Appreciate the love. International Enzo getting all that love. Thank you so much. Spread the word. Everybody out there. Just let them know. Your boy out here in the streets. Every episode dropping Tuesday like this one. I'm going to be dropping them consistently the best I can every Tuesday. I know I've been slacking and I'm sorry, but I appreciate everybody that's still hanging in there and listening to your boy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, with that said, check me out on Instagram, the number three NZO. 5TAR. I'm on there posting constantly. Um, and on Facebook too. Uh, Hypocritical Millennial is the name on Facebook. Also, um, check me out on YouTube. Um, um, some videos going to be on there soon. I keep saying they're going to be on there soon. Um, trying to do some editing. Maybe somebody could help me with editing videos. I don't know. Somebody help me out here. But um, yeah, we'll get some videos up there soon. Um, that's the number three, N-Z-O-5-T-A-R. And gentlemen, exactly how gentlemen spells. All one word, N-Z-O-5-T-A-R, gentlemen. So um, check me out. Hit me up. Show me some love, man. Hit, send me some messages. Anything I can do. See, I mean, fix the fo- podcast. You want me to add some extra stuff in there? Hit me up. And let your boy know. You know, any way I can make the podcast better. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. But um, listen, if you're stuck in there for this numerology episode, I appreciate it. I know it was a lot of math. Listen, math isn't my best subject but you listen numerology i think it's pretty cool um like i said if you do the life numbers add up your date of birth um and tell you a few things about yourself and other people as well give you a different you know give you a different look on life so check that joint out you know just messing around with it yeah some fun but hey listen with that being said also by the way check out um full of nonsense that's what a ph I want homie jazz though. Check that out. Um, new episode is gonna be dropping next week. Um, outside of that, um, I guess that's pretty much it. Episode number 24 coming out next week. Um, keep you up to date on what's to come with that episode too. Um, going to try to mix it up, switch it up a little bit. Um, adding a little some new topics in there, some new segments. So we'll see what happened with that. You know, gotta create, not procrastinate, right? Can't just be stagnant all your life gotta switch it up every now and then (laughs) but with that being said man that's gonna wrap it up for number 23 because this episode been going on uh, for a pretty long time now and listen i know some of you guys probably snoozing on there or at least you better not be asleep better be checking me out still hanging in there (laughs) but nah for real though with that being said yo create not procrastinate evolve and not dissolve because that's not the way to be don't be like me in my last episode man i was dissolving all over the place i was crazy um, but your boy is focused. 
I'm back. I'm here. Hypocritical Millennial. New episode dropping next week. Be blessed. Be free of stress. Peace. I'm out. So now this is the continuation of celebrity news, but it's going to be in numerology edition, of course. So got to have the numerology edition of celebrity news. And we're going to talk about the 27 Club real fast. Um, what is the 27 Club? Well, basically, um, it's a club. It's a list of singers, musicians, um, or actors too, and actresses. Yeah, actors as well, because some of them did pass with 27. Um, but basically, um, they all passed away because... Coincidentally, at the age of 27. Now, some of them may have been due to, you know, fast-paced living, um, whether it's drugs, alcohol, suicide, whatsoever. Or some of these they actually think could, you know, be suspicious, and it just like made out to look like it was suicide or from drugs. So, just want to talk about a few um, artists that you know passed away at the age of 27. Coincidentally, that ended up in the 27 Club. So. Let's start off with one of the greatest instrumentalists in rock music, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, passed away at the age of 27. Um, the way they found him, he choked on his vomit, died of asphyxiation. Um, he's a popular solo guitarist. We all know who he is. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but Jimi Hendrix, one of the you know celebrities, popular celebrities who passed away at the age of 27. How about Amy Winehouse? A lot of people know about her. They're trying to make me go to rehab. I say no, no, no. Um, died of overdose too as well. <clears throat> um, beautiful voice. Awesome talent. Um, but unfortunately, she too ended up in the 27 Club, sadly. Um, someone else, Jim Morrison. Um, actually, known he was known as James Jim Douglas Morrison. Um, he died also... Um, at the age of 27, he's the lead vocalist for the band The Doors. Um, trying to see how did he pass away. Um, I think it was due to he died of heart failure. They found him in a bathtub. But again, unfortunately, another gentleman that joined the 27 Club. Um, how about I sit here? Linda Jones. Um, she had, I think she passed away from complications related to diabetes. Um, she was a, a popular uh, singer. Um, she had a soulful voice, um, a lot of gospel music. Uh, one of the popular singles, um, I think she was known for is uh, Hypnotized. And she did. She passed away in her mom's house after doing a nationwide tour. Um, she just um, she went to sleep and basically died in her sleep, sadly. Um, it's a shame, but someone else who passed away in the 27 Club. Um, let's see. Who else? Um, did it, talk about Amy Winehouse, of course. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh. Coco. Oh. Uh, of course, how did I forget the most obvious? Kurt Cobain was obviously not um, 27 Club. A lot of people know about him. Kurt Cobain. Um, sadly, man. Very talented man. Um, passed away, too. At the age of 27. Um, he shot himself. Pretty much to death. I think he shot himself in the head or something. I forgot how he did it. But Kurt Cobain, another one, passed away at the age of 27. Um, 
and again is good talented person um there's another one just recently too but i think um he was in north i think I, it was a uh southern korean singer and, and um i think he's like very popular i think it was king kim jong hoon i think is his name he was a popular singer songwriter producer and radio host and he's also an author um he died of suicide inside his apartment also at the age of 27. Um, for all you people out there that's into hip-hop how about fredjo santana um, he's another one um i think he suffered a cardiovascular uh, yeah he passed away um i think he had a fatal seizure i think if i'm not mistaken he passed away at the age of 27. also they even keep it within hip-hop too as well there was another um young rapper not too many people know him um he was like low-key um, I think his name was like Little Little Marlo, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he passed away. He was found dead, yeah, in July 2020, two years ago, the age of 27. Um, I think um, he died due to a drive-by shooting. He was sitting in the car, um, passed away. And then uh, let's see, let's wrap it up because I mean, there's a lot of people here. I'm be going on forever and ever here. Um, Mia Zapata. Um, was the lead singer in the band it gets um which unfortunately i believe she was actually yeah she was brutally beaten raped and murdered which is sad um somebody i think um she was walking into her home i think like around 2 15 in the morning uh, which is really sad and tragic but uh, yeah someone else um, tragically who passed away at the age of 27. Um, but then there's also um, a lot of other like celebrities too outside of entertainment business too. I think like Brittany Murphy, I think is another one uh, who passed away at the age of 27. Um, he was really up and coming, very popular. Um, she was like at her prime. Uh, she did Eight Mile and, and about to do something else too. I think on top of that, but uh, you know, fortunately, it didn't happen. So. Yeah, it's just some uh, coincidences with a lot of, you know, celebrities or a few celebrities that passed away at the age of 27. And then you also hear um, some rappers actually or some artists actually mention that club and their songs too, like Mac Miller. Um, they, unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 26. But he said somebody, he hope he doesn't, you know, end up in the 27 club. I think also too, Philly rapper Lil Uzi Vert, if I'm not mistaken, mentioned or said something about, or like, uh, I don't think he mentioned it, but kind of played around with the idea or the concept of going away um, and falling into the 27 Club or something like that. But and you don't want to joke about that because you, you're talking about you're going to pass away or die some, somehow. But hey, listen, that's the 27 Club. Just you know, name a few artists that's in the entertainment business that unfortunately uh, passed away and ended up in this unfortunate club. Um, so coming up next... I'm going to do a little um, numerology thing with the passing of Kobe Bryant and just talk about a few numbers that coincidentally pops up um, that circles around his life and his passing uh, in general. So we'll be right back with that little breakdown right after this. <laughs> 